0: Dear listeners, my name is Deborah Shreve, and I am Jordan's mother. I have always wondered how a parent felt when their child was charged with a heinous crime. I wondered if they felt they knew their sons or daughters well enough, or how hard it would be to face the victim's family. I wondered how they coped with it every day. Were they ashamed or felt they had failed as a parent? Well, I got to experience some of that on November eighth, two 2018. You soon realize that social media is a double-edged sword. It can either be your friend or your enemy. It has been both for me. It was hard to read what people were saying about Jordan and Eva. But this podcast has helped shed light on the truth, a truth that was a long time coming. I must admit, I have judged others based on news articles or social media information, but I no longer do that. I want to share with you a little of my story, starting with the first few meetings with Eva, and I hope to do this unbiased. When I got the news on November 8th, 2018, I was in Michigan and did not know what was happening. I was frantic. I called the police station. They were indifferent. They first told me they did not know if Jordan was there, and I pushed the issue, and they finally said yes, but I couldn't talk to him. I also asked about Jim. He was ill and I couldn't reach him. They told me they didn't know where he was. I was desperate for information, so I arranged for my two sons to fly down along with my niece, Christy, who was an attorney, to help figure out what was going on. After retaining Chad Atwell and at his suggestion, I had both Eva and Jordan come to Michigan. They needed to detox and heal. I asked them what happened, Jordan said he didn't know he was sleeping. Eva said she was sleeping, but thought Olivia fell in or out of the crib. After Jordan went to jail, I spent about a year with Eva. I want you to know that there were things that I liked about Eva, but I could not ignore the red flags. I am not going to give you my opinion on Eva's character, but I will tell you about my experience with her to give you some insight and let you form your own opinion. My first meeting with Eva was in early 2018, when Jordan, Jim, and Eva moved in together. I wanted to like her because Jordan did. I hoped that she would be good for Jordan. When I arrived at their home, the garage door was open and Eva was in the garage smoking a cigarette and on the phone with her mother. She continued to talk, barely acknowledging me. I introduced myself and walked past her into the house. Their bedroom door was ajar, and I saw this tiny little girl standing in her playpen looking toward me. I opened the door, held out my arms, and she let me pick her up. I walked out and handed her to Eva, who was still on the phone with her mom. This was my first introduction to Eva and Olivia. I spent about six weeks with them helping to get Jim settled in. I started to see red flags. There was a notice on the fridge that Eva had a court date for alleged shoplifting charges. She told me that it wasn't her fault. The clerk was putting stuff in her shopping cart without her knowing. Eva had Maddie with her when this incident occurred, and Jordan was called to the store to pick up his daughter. Eva was taken to the police station. I also learned that she had been to prison. She shared with me that it wasn't her fault, but she took the charge for Eric because he asked her to. Jordan was working for Blaylock at the time and was gone during the day. I barely saw Eva or Olivia. She stayed in her bedroom all day until Jordan got home. She did not cook, clean, or do laundry. On two occasions, I knocked on her bedroom door and asked her to come out into the kitchen and get Olivia because she had fallen asleep in her food. She was sitting in her high chair, out of sight of her mother. I mentioned that it was dangerous to leave her alone. She was not yet two years old. I also had the opportunity to meet her other daughter, Peyton. She was around six years old. She spent a lot of time with me. I could see she wanted attention from her mom, but to no avail. Eva said that she did not have a bond with Peyton because she had gone to prison when Peyton was just seven months old, and they never bonded. She paid Peyton no attention. I remember Peyton telling me and my sons who had come to visit that she loved us. Eva mentioned that she was a little hurt by this but she made no attempt to bond with her daughter. While visiting those six weeks, I had the opportunity to meet Angelica and Yang. We talked briefly in the driveway about Olivia, and you could tell how much they loved her. Yang did not speak English very well, but you could see it in his face, the love he had for Olivia, and Angelica told me that she would have kept Olivia every day if she could. I can only imagine their heartache. My second encounter at their home was in October of 2018 when they had moved to the house on Granite Circle. Jordan was in the garage with his dad and Eva was in their bedroom. I walked back to talk with Eva and she was watching TV. I noticed a playpen at the end of the bed and that their bed was very tall, taller than most. They had a box spring and two mattresses on it. I mentioned that it was high. I asked her if she was worried that Olivia might try to climb from her playpen, fall, and get hurt. She did mention that it happened before when they were at the other house. She was climbing and fell. No one witnessed the fall other than Eva. She said she called Jose right away, so he didn't think that she hurt her. That was the last time I saw Olivia. In February of 2019, Jordan's dad had passed away and we returned to Arkansas to move our belongings from the house that was rented on Granite Circle. Jordan was arrested and Eva came back to Michigan with me. Eva asked me on several occasions, why didn't they arrest me? Why Jordan? And I said, I don't know. And her reply was, what if I did it? I was shocked and didn't know what to say. My thought was, lucky you, you're getting away with murder and my son may go to prison. It was then that I decided to start taping her so I could gather information that would help me understand what happened. Keep in mind, the only information I had about the incident was from Eva. Like you listeners, our family learned the details of the case after Jordan's acquittal. There is so much evidence against Eva, I can't believe... The Van Buren Police Department missed it all. I am asking myself the same question Eva asked me. Why Jordan? I did speak with Eva after her plea in the spring of 2022, and she told me that she felt the court had put too many stipulations on her, so she ran. I find that incredibly selfish. I pray every day that justice is served for this sweet, innocent little girl who never had a chance. I also want to say that I appreciate the new prosecutor for having the courage to pick up Eva. He is our only hope for justice for Olivia. I don't know Mr. Holmes personally, but he seems to want a positive change for Crawford County.